0: Lots of people seem to be pondering what COVID has done to us and what shape it will leave us in. I read something this week that really got me thinking about this in a big picture kind of way. Craig Sheridan wrote a piece in The Weekend Australian that was a summary of a new book. The book is written by a guy named Ross Duthar, and it's called The Decadent Society, How We Became Victims of Our Own Success. Sounds interesting. Interesting. His opinion roughly goes like this. The West is caught in the slowly suffocating grip of a decadence we don't really understand, and we have been in this grip for at least 50 years. Now, by decadent, he doesn't mean too much drugs, sex and rock and roll. No, decadence is sort of being at a dead end. It is economic stagnation, institutional decay and cultural and intellectual exhaustion at a high level of material prosperity and technological development, all at once. Seems to me that's us. We live in a very high level of material prosperity, generally, and, of course, we also live in a high level of technological development. Are we stagnated? Are we decaying? Are we exhausted? Well, maybe. Tathar says that the huge changes in post-World War II society... And then the massive shifts in the 1960s have never really been resolved. We've been left with a certain aimlessness, even though we have never had it so good. In the 60s, we got fired up a little bit about being on the moon. But even that in the end has not really amounted to too much. Neither has all the advances in technology. Politics has declined into permanent gridlock, it seems. Dothar quotes the French writer Jacques Bazun, who says that this decadence sees no clear lines of advance. Life seems exhausted. The stages of development have been run through. Institutions function painfully. Repetition and frustration are the intolerable result. Boredom and fatigue are great historical forces. When people accept futility and the absurd... As actually quite normal, well, the culture is decadent, so he says. I do wonder whether we do indeed accept futility and the absurd as quite normal these days. News seems to be so trivial. Why do I listen to a story about someone in Poland who I'll never know get a pet cat out of the tree or something? And then followed up immediately by the announcement of the number of people who have died today from coronavirus in my own city. And we just received this so-called news as, as being of the same weight, or even worse, of no particular weight or meaning at all. Social media is kind of worse when it comes to totally disconnected stories that make everything so trivial, both the things that are trivial and the things that are not trivial, that are really important. Everything seems to be dumbed down to the trivial. And what about all our technology? Has it really done that much good? Well, Duthar reckons the one great technological innovation of our age is of course the internet, the digital universe. The biggest effect of the digital world has been on our minds and personalities, he reckons. It might not rule our lives as much as past inventions like the light bulb, or the steam train, or the motor vehicle. But in entertainment and addiction, digital technology reigns supreme. So he says that really it's had a negative effect on our human personality. For example, Duthar is known as a stern critic and opponent of pornography. He says it's dehumanizing in every possible way. This and other aspects of digital technology have ended up having a kind of a tranquilizing effect on the human psyche, he reckons. For example, Sheridan says that this industrial level pornography has produced alienation and depression in huge amount. Younger people are linking up and forming long-term partnerships, whether marriages or stable de facto relationships, less than ever before and they're having less sex. The sexual revolution of the 1960s and the accompanying spread of pornography has apparently resulted in less sex and fewer marriages. This is one of the factors contributing to the very low birth rates. Suicides, social isolation, drug overdoses, substance dependence, I suppose, alcoholism, etc., and obesity have been on the rise for ages. Apparently young people today are the most medicated generation in human history and disproportionately they are alone and unhappy. In 2018, the highest proportion ever of prime-aged American males, 11%, were not in the workforce, not deriving the self-respect that comes from systematic gainful employment and, of course, not becoming very attractive marriage partners in the process. In the West... The birth rate has collapsed in recent years. The only Western nation that still has a replacement level or above birth rate is, of all places, Israel. Tithar says that Israel is the one Western nation that is not decadent because it's still fired by a nation-building and people-building project and strives mightily to make the impossible not only possible but real, whether you agree or disagree with what they're doing. Is that still us Aussies? Are we willing to build and forge new things and grab hold of the gifts we have been given and use them for the good of all? Are we just bored, unsure, struggling to find meaning and something to pursue that's actually worthwhile in life and worthwhile not just for ourselves but for other people, for the country I love, the community I love, for the world I love. So Sheridan agrees with Tithar when he says that decadence won't last forever. One of two things replace it. Either it can collapse or be replaced within one's own country. Or it can be destroyed by a more vigorous external enemy. Or by some external challenge, a plague. Or an environmental collapse, which it can't deal with. So what is COVID doing for us? Well... Is it finally bringing our end as we sleep our way to death? We hardly notice because we're so bored by the trivial. Or is it firing us up to forge ahead as we've done after two world wars and a depression and a pandemic previously? And truly wanting to live in this land of fire and flood and drought and driving rain. I hope we're the second. I hope we're firing up and waking up to what we've been given here. I hope we are being shoved out of our boredom and inspired to build and to work and to live together for each other. Maybe a new appreciation of the giver of all we have might raise us up to truly live post-COVID.